shit. Oh, it's happening. Let's pull some fucking energy, eh? Oh, shit. Where the fuck are my notes? Here they are. How's it going out there, folks? Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. How you all doing? Hope you've had a fantastic fucking week, as always. Get these pleasantries out of the way. What's been going on in your world, guys? Been having fun? I've had a busy week. Plenty of new music to talk about. So, uh, yeah, let's get into things. What's been going on this week, guys? I fucking finally uh, got back into writing some music with Liam. My arm's feeling a lot better, guys. I'm actually able to play guitar a little bit more and uh yeah so when hung out with liam like so we got this new project fucking going on guys and um you know the origins of this podcast was just basically liam and i jamming and i know some of those episodes don't exist on spotify but get them elsewhere fucking get your shit together go check out those old ones and it was just liam and i just jamming improv shit whatever no holes barred just fucking hour long just jams right and so the whole goal back then was to try and take some of those songs, condense them down, or nah, not songs, some ideas from the jams, and then make songs out of them. That was the idea. And we've done that. We, we kind of showed you guys uh, a whole bunch of the progress along the way, kind of hit a little bit of a speed bump, I guess you would say, um, with this other project that Liam started um, that I was involved with, just playing guitar for him. Um, so we've been on a bit of a hiatus, but fast forward to sort of now-ish, and uh, we've got another project up and running that's um, got me back actually doing some stuff on guitar, and uh, Liam going to be doing some bass for this one, with Patrick on drums, who's appeared on some of our jams in the past, so check those episodes out, fucking Chemistry Lessons, I believe is one of them, it's a good one, it's a good one, it's a good jam, good jam. Um, so we were at a bit of a, I don't know a bit of a problematic sort of area when it comes to actually trying to write ideas. Because uh, we could just jam and then pull those ideas out of jams and stuff like that. But, um, you know, the more people you throw into the, the jamming space, the harder it is to find chemistry, right? Um, like, way harder. Every extra member that you add in, you've got to have good history with them. You've got to have fucking... Um, Chemistry. You've got to have fucking vibes that, that you can pull on and, and all that sort of stuff. So we're not quite there yet. Uh, so we decided to just sort of write some stuff in Liam's little studio, put together some ideas, uh, just little riffy ideas, sort of A and B parts of songs and shit like that. <coughs> and then we'll jam them later. See what happens. So you never know, guys. Might have some new music coming up for you guys uh, real soon. Maybe not real soon, but whatever. You know, it's a jam room podcast. I'd like to show you guys a bit of uh, fucking progress along the way. So I don't want to, you know, mention nothing and then all of a sudden hit you with a polished, finished song. I'd like to show you all the sketches along the way. That's the whole fucking point of this fun little endeavor here that we're doing, hey? But either way, it's it's exciting. I don't know if we came up with any great ideas, you know. I mean, it's hard to sort of um, pull wicked vibes when you're not in the vibe, if you know what I mean. 
like trying to write massive riffs or something that's just going to be super cool and groovy, but you don't have all the ingredients right there um, at the time to feed back off. So when you're just imagining things, you never know. You never fucking know. So we'll see what the fuck happens with that. It was fun no matter what. I mean, it's good just to be able to play again. Um, so yeah, we'll see what the fuck happens with that. Um, so yeah, that was earlier in the week. And what else do we do this fucking week? Oh, I went to a fucking... I went to a weird party. Now, I want to know what you guys think about this, right? So um, I got some distant family members. Uh, they, uh, Her and her husband both celebrating their 50th birthday. And so they've put on a massive fucking event somewhere in some god-awful place in the middle of nowhere. But, you know, location aside, big hall, big tables around, lots of entertainment and all that sort of shit. Big 50th birthday celebration, right? A lot of old people there. My grandparents are there. Fucking, you know, it's a family affair as well as a friend's affair. And I don't, I don't know their friends or whatever. So I only really knew, knew the family members that were there. But, you know, we've got a lot of, we've got people ranging from, you know, let's say their kid's age, which is like, I don't know, 20s, if that, right up till people in their 80s, uh, maybe even older than that, maybe pushing 90, right? Some of these old fucks. And so it's a mixed, mixed crowd. It's what it is. But what do you think about this? For entertainment, they have burlesque dancers, and I'll get into them a little bit later, you know? Um, but they also had fucking topless waitresses walking around, right? And there was supposed to be, be um, male topless waitresses, which I don't really, th- I don't know, they might have had their dicks out or something like that. But either way, what do you think about that? A 50th birthday party hiring topless waitresses when you know you're inviting people in their 80s and stuff like that. Like these old guys are having, having a fucking heart attack, right? I'm surprised that they got away with this. And as far as all this like effort and organization that went into this event, you know, there's security out front, there's catering, there's an open bar, there's uh, people doing magic tricks, fire poi sort of bullshit. Um, like I said, dancers, there was an Elvis impersonator later on. So they put a lot of fucking effort into that. But if they've got the topless waitresses, they should have organized an ambulance to be on standby. Just because one of these old dudes is going to have a heart attack. I, I could just feel it, you know. Um, I don't know. Either that or you hire topless waitresses that aren't that attractive. Like topless waitresses that are also in their 50s. Then, I don't know, these, these guys in their 80s will still have a heart attack over that shit. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. But either way, it was a fun fucking night. Like, uh, yeah, had fun. Danced. You know, had a great time. In fact... That's where I'm kind of a bit annoyed with these fucking burlesque dancers. Um, I say burlesque dancers. I don't really mean burlesque. I mean just um, dudes in drag, right? So it's just a couple of blokes. I think it was three of them um, in drag. And uh, their show is basically, hey, look, I dressed up. That's it. That's, that's, that's their whole entertainment value is, hey, look, um, isn't it funny that I'm a guy that's, you know, dressed up as a woman? Isn't that funny or something? I don't know. I don't really fucking get it. But like I said, I was having a good time. I was dancing. Like the the dance floor was actually rocking for a second there. I'm partying my ass off, all that sort of shit. And then the burlesque, oh, burlesque, fucking then the, the, the drag queens decide to do their show. And their show is basically just everybody get off the dance floor. I know you're having fun. You're all having fun out here, but let's just put you back in your seats 
because the drag queen wants to play a certain song that they've done a half-assed dance choreographic thing to, and you better fucking watch it. And that was it. So I'm guessing that's that's all these drag queens do. I don't know how much they get fucking paid for that night, but all they do is just uh, play a song that they've um, rehearsed a poorly choreographed dance to, and we just all have to watch it. Like two minutes earlier, we we're all having fun on the dance floor, actually involved with shit. These drag queens could have just fucking, you know, joined us on the dance floor or some shit like that, but nope, everyone's got to stop and clear the floor for them to mime along lyrics to a song that no one gives a shit about, right? It's not like they're doing bangers either. It's not like they've done a fucking neat fucking dance routine to something anybody actually likes. It was just bullshit. I don't know. Whatever. God bless them. They're all trying to make a living out here. I know it's tough, but all I got to say is that putting on makeup is not a talent. You should do something else instead. Like the Elvis impersonator, at least he was fucking singing. Right? The magician, at least he learnt fucking card tricks. These guys just put on makeup and then fucking think it's a cool thing because they're uh, dressed up somewhat different to what you would expect or whatever. I don't know. But it's not what, not different to what you would expect because for some reason all fucking drag queens dress the same. They have the same eye makeup, the same everything, the same broad shoulders and all that bullshit, right? comes with the territory i guess but like i don't know you can't tell one from the fucking other whatever very original fellas very original and i know i'm gonna get in trouble for calling them fellas but it wouldn't be drag unless they were fellas right if it's just supposed to be actual women dancing then where's the novelty in that i don't know i don't know you're also dancing to a crowd of people fucking uh born in the 40s uh I don't know. They're not that progressive. They're not that progressive, but they get the novelty or whatever. It was a fun party. I, I ended up doing the fucking classic Irish goodbye. I just drank too fucking much. Just drank too much and got got myself a fucking headache. I was just like, ugh. The last act came out, which happened to be the imper- uh, Elvis guy. I was like, all right, sweet. I'm just going to bail out of this motherfucker. It's good. I'm so fucking fond of the Irish goodbye. You know, I mean, especially at a party like that, no one gives a fuck that you're even there, let alone that you've left. Yeah, it sucks, but whatever. Anyway, let's get on to some music stuff for today, guys. Plenty to talk about. Actually, before we do, we'll get into one thing, because I did, um, I mentioned it last episode, uh, and I actually got around to watching it this week, uh, the new Beavis and Butthead movie, fucking Beavis and Butthead do the universe. And I had such a fucking great time with this movie, guys. It was fucking sick. If you were ever a Beavers and Butthead fan, you have to watch this. They're back, man. And it's about time society started honoring fucking just dumb comedy. Just dumb shit. And, like, I know a lot of people just never really got Beavers and Butthead. Just, like, what do they do? They're just constantly laughing. It's fucking annoying. Constantly, (laughs) all that sort of shit, right? kind of sounds a bit Tourette's-like, you know? Um, But if you actually get it, the whole idea of Beavis and Butthead is that there's an inside joke between these two good friends that doesn't need to be spoken about, doesn't need to be mentioned, doesn't need to be addressed at all. But when something happens in front of them, they have an inside joke and they're always just laughing about it and they don't need to even say it. 
That's there's something beautiful about that. Something beautiful about being as a butthead in that way. It's just that fucking cool camaraderie that you have with your best friend, you know. And um, it's dumb. The whole fucking show is dumb. And that's the genius of Beavis and Butthead. You know, there's these shows out there that are like, you know, smart comedies, dumb comedies. And then you have those sorts of crossovers where it's like, all right, it's about dumb people, but it's actually really smart comedy. Like Seinfeld's in that category, right? They're not pretending to be bright people at all, but the comedy is actually really fucking smart. Smart comedy about dumb people. Then you get on the other end of the spectrum, a really dumb shit comedy about smart people, like Big Bang Theory, right? Like, the comedy is not great in Big Bang Theory. It's not bad, whatever, but, you know, it's not fucking genius, that's for sure. But they are geniuses in the show. But the whole comedy is dumb. It's dumb comedy about smart people. Seinfeld, smart comedy about dumb people. Beavers and Buttheads in that category as well. It's actually a really smart comedy. It's really well made. It's fucking funny. The jokes are great, and obviously it's about dumb people, but that's what brings out that comedy. And it's fucking sick. And let's face it, Beavis and Butthead had had a huge impact on the fucking musical landscape in the 90s, right? Um, for those of you who don't really know or didn't grow up in the 90s with MTV, MTV, music television, it used to matter. It used to matter. I mean, I know they're kind of the assholes that really gave birth to um, like reality TV. That was really an MTV creation. Um, but prior to that, there was this short little period where it was just actual music videos on TV 24-7 with a couple of stupid little shows here or there and like nothing's really survived out of those old MTV days, right? Um, like Headbangers Ball has kind of gone away. I mean, Pimp My Ride has disappeared <laughs> and other stupid shit. But Beavers and Butthead, if you remember the original show, tiny little episodes... And then in between the episodes would just be Beavis and Butthead sitting down, watching MTV, commenting on whatever music was being played, right? And believe it or not, their opinions fucking mattered back then. Back in the mid-90s, what Beavis and Butthead said about a band could make or break a band. Isn't that wild? Isn't that fucking wild to think about? And if you don't believe me, you can check out fucking some old interviews with like um, Rob Zombie, for instance. Because Rob Zombie, he was in the band White Zombie um, for years. And then years later, after they had released this album that was getting kind of no traction, no one really gave a shit, Beavers and Butthead said they were fucking awesome on their TV show. And then bang, their fucking career escalated, right? So we would not know Rob Zombie, pretty much, if it wasn't for Beavers and Butthead giving them a good fucking leg up, right? And we're talking like the Rob Zombie, like the, the movie director, the fucking... House of a Thousand Corpses guy, right? Dragula, you know? All that stuff might not have been possible if it wasn't for fucking Beavers and Butthead. And likewise, with the opposite. If they said your band sucked, it kind of tanked your band. Look at the band Winger. Winger appeared on fucking one of those segments of Beavers and Butthead. And Beavers and Butthead just trashed him. Said it stunk. And... Then Mike Judge, the creator of Beavis and Butthead, went further and made the nerdy kid wear a, um, to wear a fucking winger shirt. So, yeah, the guy no one likes is a fan of winger. So guess what? No one's a fucking fan of winger. So those guys just died in the ass, all because of Beavis and Butthead. So 
They're back. They got a new fucking series coming out on Paramount Plus coming out soon. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to watch the whole fucking thing. Enjoyed that movie. So I know it's normally music recommendations and all that sort of shit, but um, not with this one. This one's a movie one. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. The only thing that was missing. I mean, if you remember the, the first Beavis and Butthead movie, the um, Beavis and Butthead do, do America, um, there was one of those fucking trippy music video sort of interludes in the middle of the movie. It's not in this one, so they've kind of gone away from that a little bit, but I'm hoping the music segments are back in the new series. It would be fucking awesome. Yeah, I'd be happy for that. Anyway, let's get into some actual music reviews for this week, guys, because I realized... The last little while, we haven't really been delving in too much into the heavy shit that I normally favor. Um, so I decided to check out some more new, heavier stuff this week. Uh, but most of them are singles. So let's just start with the singles and we'll make our way through to an album. And uh, we'll get some shit going. Some stuff that you guys probably haven't heard of before. Because I hadn't heard of these bands either until this week. <coughs> well, not all of them. Only one of them, really. Where should we start? Uh, let's start with fucking Disturbed, hey? Disturbed. Uh, they've got a new single out, um, which is uh, hinting towards a new album that might come out later this year. And the single's called Hey You. And it's classic Disturbed, guys. I was never a massive fan of Disturbed, but holy shit, they're fucking riffy as fuck. And they've got that vocal delivery that's just like, it, he means it. He fucking means it. He means what he says and he's going to just fucking throw it out there, you know? And you can take it or leave it yourself. But either way, you can't doubt his conviction. And it's got the classic fucking disturbed vocals just really dominating in your face, um, yelling at you kind of. I liked it. It was, it was actually kind of a bit poppy, this song, to be honest. It had kind of poppy chorus to it. Something like, I don't know. It was all right. It was okay. It's riffy, but not like fucking riffs that's going to like burn your house down, you know? I want riffs that burn your house down. You know what I mean? Um, these ones are kind of, yeah, that, that, cool, that's a fine riff onto the next part sort of thing. So there's riffs there just to let you know that they've still got it, um, but there's definitely a commercial bent to it. But I don't know if you're a Disturbed fan, and there's plenty of you Disturbed fans out there, if you haven't checked out the new single, check it out, and uh, we'll talk about the new album when it comes out for sure. That's probably likewise with a couple of these ones that we're going to talk about, right? Um, so Disturbed, they're from the US, right? I assume they're from the US. They sound like they are, so I'm going to go with that. But fucking check out the new single, Hey You. Hey, you. Get off my lawn. Something like that. What's next? What's next on my fucking little list here? Ah, let's go to a local act. A band called Voyager. They <laughs> got a new single out as well. It came up on a fucking playlist of um, new heavy metal shit on Spotify. And I was actually kind of surprised to see Voyager on this list because um, they're a local Perth band. Um, I don't know too many of the members of the band. Who do I know? What's her name? Simone? The guitarist? The chick? Uh, the, the redhead girl that plays guitar? She's a shredder of a guitarist. Um, by the way, anyway, Voyager, they've been a, a, you know, a bit of Perth royalty in the metal scene for a very long time. They're actually kind of not super metal. They're kind of poppy metal as well. So I guess it's kind of, you know, a good segue from that disturbed track. Um, but they've got a new song out. It's called Submarine. 
Um, and it's got new cover art as well. So I'm guessing their new album's going to be called Submarine because there's a bit of a diver on the fucking artwork or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but Voyager is sick. I remember um, back in the... When I, when I was like first re- like jamming in bands, when I was in my first bands, I was probably like 14, 15 or whatever, rehearsing at this place called Soundworks Studio. And you fucking Perth musicians would definitely remember Soundworks uh, with Brad and Dicey, I believe. Is that right? Brad and Dicey used to run that place. Um, anyway, we were there fucking all the time. And it was, it was just like the heyday of fucking wicked, wicked music, right? Like um, as far as Perth is concerned. Like we were in one room. Um, I'm not saying that we're in that wicked music category at all. Nowhere near it. But you know, Voyager was always in the room next to us, and then just across the hall, Carnival were rehearsing and shit. So there was some fucking, there was some talent in that um, warehouse um, outside of our band. That's for sure. Fucking always knew a Voyager. I remember uh, maybe probably five, six years ago or something like that. They were making a big attempt to try and uh, represent Australia at Eurovision, which would have been fucking fun. Um, but anyway, the first band that I was in, that band that I'm talking about back in those warehouse soundworks days, um, was playing with another guitarist. Uh, his name was Brendan, Brendan Dudecourt, and his older brother is the drummer from Voyager. Wasn't at the time, by the way. Back then, Voyager had a different drummer, but now, probably for the last 15 years, they've had um, Ash Dudecourt on drums, who's a fucking legend in the Perth scene. He's, he's in a million bands. He records all the fucking time. Great fucking drummer. So shout out, Ash Dude Court. Um, I might even reach out to him and see if he wants to come on and chat one time. That'd be pretty cool. I haven't caught up with his brother, Brendan, for fucking years. How time flies, hey, guys. But anyway, it's a cool song. It's a cool song. It actually starts with some pretty sick fucking rhythmic riffage that I dig, but then doesn't come back at all for the rest of the song. And it's got some incredible guitar solo stuff, but, you know, I don't like big wanky guitar solos, so don't love it, but it's okay. It's okay. It's a good song. I fucking like that Voyager are doing their thing. They've got that very unique sound where they're obviously heavy. They've obviously, they've kind of got that Scandinavian black metal feel to them a bit. Um... But it's just drenched in sort of um sort of poppy vocals and stuff like that, which is good. It definitely uh, works for them. It's it's a fucking good song. Check it out. It's called Submarine uh, by Perth Royalty Voyager. All right. So that's something local. Let's go further beyond. Where are we going next? Where are we going next? Um. Yeah, we'll talk about this because this is fucking cool. And um, but I don't love these two songs. So uh, a single came out. Two tracks. From a band that I fucking love. A band that I love to the point where it kind of annoyed me because when I first heard them, uh, it reminded me way too much of Liam and I jamming. I was like, God damn it, this guy's stealing my riffs. Uh, but anyway, I'm talking about a band called Russian Circles. Uh, not out of Russia, by the way. Uh, they're out of the US. And it's a three-piece instrumental band. Um, and they've got an album coming out in August. So August 19th. We're getting an album called Gnosis. Gnosis. It's Gnosis with a silent G, I guess. Um, because there's no way you're going to pronounce that. But that's coming out in August. And so they've released two tracks from this, um, this album. Um, one called Betrayal and one called Conduit. And they are, they're pretty heavy and grimy. Like, what I love Russian Circles for is their ability to create textures, have things emerge from those textures and then latch onto them and just keep the fucking song rolling. You know what I mean? 
It keeps on progressing. It's like the, the, the main idea behind progressive rock is that this thing keeps on moving and changing and evolving. Russian circles do it fucking tremendously. And you do not miss the vocals. I'm a huge vocal fan. I reckon vocals are like 50% of the music or whatever, unless the music is super fucking good. And that's what Russian circles are. They're kind of, yeah, they're one of the only bands that I'll give them a pass that they don't need vocals. I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting thought experiment. What if Russian circles had vocals? What would they sound like? What would they be like? What do you think? I don't know. I hope they would be good. That's all I really hope is that they'll be good. Um, but yeah, two songs, Betrayal, Conduit. Conduit was a little bit more up my alley. Uh, the Betrayal song was, uh, it was awesome. Great song textures and stuff like that, but nothing that really fucking got me jiving and dancing and all that sort of stuff. You know how I like to do that shit, but probably shouldn't in public. Anyway, check it out, guys. Fucking Russian Circles got a new single out, but there's a new album coming out. And when it comes out, you better believe we're going to be talking about it, guys. Um, so they're just awesome singles. And I know we normally talk about albums, so I've got one album to share with you guys um, to, you know, put a little bookend on this episode, land the plane here a little bit. Uh, because this is a band that I'd never heard of before, stumbled across them, weird suggestion, saw that they had a new album. Um, decided to check it out, and I was pretty damn impressed. And I really hope you guys go and check out this band, because from looking on Spotify, they don't have many listens. I think their top track has only like 3,000 spins or something like that, uh, which is a travesty, because this band is actually better than what those numbers suggest, right? Uh, the band is called... God, there's so much about this band I'm going to mispronounce. I don't fucking know. In Harlow. In Halo, I think it's called that. In Halo or In Halo, you would call it one of those two things. I-N-H-A-L-O. That's the band name, In Halo. And they've got a new album out called Sever, which I'm pretty sure is pronounced Sever. Uh, so this is like a, a band out of the Netherlands. So there's a, a bunch of Dutchmen um, hanging out. And they've. it seems like they've, they've all been in different projects that have done different things um, as far as um, success and touring and stuff goes, right? So these guys, even though this is their first release as a band, this album Sever, um, these guys have been in other releases uh, in history as well. And speaking of uh, my boys Carnival, one of my favorite bands of all time, um, many of these members have toured with Carnival. They've worked with Forrester and stuff like that, who manages Carnival, I think, or produces, whatever. What's his name? Savile? Forrester Savile? Or whatever. Anyway, they've worked with him before. So they're in the wheelhouse of Carnival. And when you see things like that, you know, if that's kind of on someone's resume that they've, they've toured with Carnival, um, they're working with the same production guys that took Shine to Carnival or whatever, well, then there might be something there. And uh, there is. Check out this album, guys. It's called Sever. And it's a prog rock fucking piece of work. It's got some cool vocals all the way through it. It's, uh, um, it's got what, what you want out of a prog rock album, which is just landscapes and changing riffs and moving parts all over the place where every song takes you on a wicked little journey. And it, it's all over the shop. It goes from like fucking just nice piano pieces to super heavy shit to... To all sorts of other sorts of bullshit. Um, I recommend it. 
I want you guys to check out this album. Give them a fucking few more spins on, on Spotify, guys. And, you know, give me some props for fucking pointing them out to you. That's what we're doing here. That's the whole point of this podcast is that I can show you my music. We can talk about music and um, you can tell me about bands I don't know. And I might be able to return the favor every now and then. And I'm hoping to do so with this one, guys. Uh, the band's called In Harlow. The album's called Sever. And um, I'm going to actually, yeah, why not? Let's end this podcast with one of their tracks. Just to let you guys know, these guys are cool. They're serious. They're prog rock. And if this is their first album, come on. Let's hope for another one. And let's hope for that same fucking progress and a leap forward and fucking some cool shit. Um, but again, the song I'm going to play you, I don't know how to pronounce. Sisyphian? Sisyphian. Sisyphian? Sisyphian? I don't know. S-I-S-Y-P-H-E-A-N? Sisyphian? Sisyphian. I don't fucking know, guys, but whatever this combination of letters is supposed to be pronounced as, that's the name of the song that you're about to hear now. And it's from the album Sever by Inhalo or Inhalo or, you know, whatever. Call it. There's not many other... In Hulu, there's not many other vowels you could really emphasize in this one. Maybe, nah, nah, whatever. Anyway, you get the fucking idea, guys. Go check out that band. They're really, really cool. They've been around the block and now they're together as hopefully something that sticks for them. I hope so because this album's got some, um, some cool shit going on and you're about to hear a song from there. Have a fantastic week out there, guys. Remember, if you have a fucking recommendation for me, Please let me know all the ways to contact me are in the description of this podcast, as they always are. Use them. And remember to, to like, subscribe, fucking tell your friends about this. And if you want to come on and chat music, hit me up. Let's fucking do it. What else have we got to do, eh? Fun times. You're listening to In Harlow. This is the Jammer In Podcast. Take care now. Bye-bye then. <laughs>